host has spent decades studying the Bible in the original languages. He holds degrees from the University of Wisconsin, Moody Bible Institute, Asbury Theological Seminary, and Bethel Theological Seminary. With the help of some of his friends, in 1994, Dr. Rako founded a national volunteer ministry to hunters. He is an author, dog trainer, and speaker. Tom served as a full-time pastor for 36 years. Now here is your host, Dr. Tom Rako. Thanks for joining us here on the Rock Dove Publications Quilt. During today's program, we're going to be looking at a hunting miracle uh, written by Dr. Kent R. Hunter. Uh, Life is fragile. It's a fascinating miracle, a powerful miracle. And he is founder of Church Doctor Ministries. He served as a pastor in Michigan, Indiana, and South Australia. Kent Kent has consulted over 1,700 churches from 65 denominations, fellowships, and movements. He's trained pastors in many countries. Kent received his Master of Divinity from Concordia Seminary in St. Louis, Missouri, his Ph.D. from the Lutheran School of Theology at Chicago, and the Doctor of Ministry degree from Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California. Dr. Hunter is the author of over 30 books, and uh, including one of his books uh, titled, Who Broke My Church? Seven Proven Strategies for Renewal and Revival. Uh, Dr. Hunter lives in Indiana, and you can check out his ministry, uh, churchdoctorministries.com. And uh, what a great writer he is, and I think you'll enjoy it. You'll also be uh, hearing a reading from my book, uh, Devotions for Hunters and Anglers, and I hope that you enjoy today's program. in the ordinary scripture reading matthew seventeen twenty four to twenty seven have you ever caught a fish with a coin in its mouth? You probably know a lot of people who fish, but how many could honestly answer yes? However, I remember hearing about a fellow who caught some dentures while deep sea fishing. The false teeth were found in the belly of a fish he happened to land. Eventually, these human choppers were reunited with the gums of their rightful owner, an owner who had accidentally lost them overboard a number of months earlier. Now, admittedly, this is a pretty amazing story, especially when one contemplates the odds of having their teeth returned from the depths. Indeed, the depths of an enormously vast sea. Even so, in the Bible we have a record regarding an event even more remarkable. It's a true angling account which not only shows the supernatural power of Christ, but also reveals his unlimited ability to use ordinary things to provide in an unusual way. In Matthew chapter 17, Peter was asked whether or not Christ paid the temple tax. But before Peter could even question Jesus about this matter, Christ asked him a couple of thought-provoking questions. Jesus opted to pay the tax and then went on to tell Peter, But so that we may not offend them, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. Verse 27. Now I want to ask you, 
What do you think the probability was of Peter catching just such a fish? Remember, he was to accomplish this with a simple hook rather than a wide net. And that Peter would actually be the fortunate fisherman, rather than someone else, to catch the swimming piggy bank is even more mind-boggling. But, in addition to all of this, the chances of Peter finding a coin of specific value in the mouth, not the stomach, of the very first fish he pulled up, not the second, third, or fourth that he caught, must also be entered into the equation. Why the chances are so slim, it's almost enough to make the lottery look like a sure thing. Indeed, the Lord of the universe sometimes uses common things in ordinary ways. In fact, God can use anything. Down through Bible history, God has used things like a bush that didn't burn, a staff that turned into a snake, a donkey that was made to talk, ravens that brought food to a prophet, etc., in this instance, the Lord used a line, a hook, a fish, a lake, and a certain size coin, a coin that must have smelled a little fishy when Peter went to pay the tax. While it is true that often God is found in the details, we can also find him in the plain and ordinary things of life. Let's look for him. Prayer Lord God, thank you for being able to use even the ordinary things of life. May you use me in a supernatural way for your glory. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Dr. Tom Rako has pulled together 60 hunting and angling devotionals. Every entry has a selected Bible passage to read and a story or personal experience tied into the scriptural point. Some of the titles for entries found in Devotions for Hunters and Anglers include Buck Fever, The Antlered Doe, Catfish Corner, Barnyard Buck, Rabbit Hunt Romance, The Prodigal Pooch, A Case of Pheasant Forensics, Once in a Lifetime Moose Hunt, and Grin and Bear It. You don't have to hunt or fish to enjoy this book. It's a great read for anyone, young or old. To order your copy of Devotions for Hunters and Anglers by Dr. Tom Rako, go to the Rock Dove Publications website, rockdove.com. Visit rockdove.com today. Life is fragile. Most hunters share a certain camaraderie. It's like a shared culture. We've learned a lot about the woods and the elusive whitetail. We know certain phrases like quartering away, words that would puzzle non-hunters. That common culture often develops in a brother and sisterhood with strong bonds of friendship. Your hunting friends are special. That's the way we felt about Paul. We watched Paul grow from a tag-along kid with his dad in the woods. You could tell the woods and the hunt were a part of his future. At a young age, he mastered the bow. He became an expert on the blood trail with eyes as sharp as a hawk. Paul's got a great deer-hunting future, we thought. At 17, our world with Paul turned upside down. He got sick, and it got worse. After a series of tests, the news came. Cancer a tumor, surgery, 
The surgery went well, but not so well. He worsened. Doctors were puzzled. And then words no one wants to hear. We've done all we can. His kidney shut down. He has slipped into a coma. Call in family and friends to say goodbye. We got the call from Roger, Paul's dad, and my longtime hunting friend and prayer partner. We instantly moved to the car for the two-and-a-half-hour trip, wondering the unthinkable, would we see him alive? I remembered a Bible verse, James 5.14. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. I have to admit, I'd not done that much before. In a moment of desperation, I asked my wife, Do you have any olive oil? She said, No. I can't tell you why, but a thought came into my mind. What about gun oil? So many times Roger and his son Paul and I and my son John had cleaned our guns right there in the garage. There were so many stories told around that same table. I could imagine the smell of that gun oil right then and there. I'm guessing you can too. Jonathan, I yelled, run downstairs and get the gun oil. We'll use that to pray for Paul. He got the oil and we left. My wife, daughter, John, and I, and the gun oil. At the hospital, I couldn't believe what I saw. Paul in a coma breathing heavily, laboring to stay alive, his stunned parents and sisters standing by, tears all around. How could this kid, who could climb a deer stand in seconds, be hanging to life by a thread? We gathered for prayer. We put the oil on his forehead in the shape of a cross. We held hands and prayed our hearts out, asking God for a miracle. Even the non-Christian doctors used the word miracle to describe Paul's return to life the next day. It wasn't the oil, and there's nothing special about gun oil, but there is something very special about life and God's power. Life is fragile, so fragile that we don't usually realize it. Life is a gift, very special. The next time you clean your gun and smell that smell, consider life and think about God. We do with Paul every year. He's now in his 30s. He's an awesome hunter, a great friend, and a walking miracle. And so are you. When we come back, we'll have some closing words. Hunting Miracles. Ancient and Modern contains true stories of how God has worked in the lives of hunters down through history. This unique work, edited by Dr. Tom Rako, contains true stories by nine different contributors. In Hunting Miracles, readers discover miracles that took place on hunts more than a thousand years ago. See how God has used deer, ducks, geese, and even wood ticks to reveal his power and presence. Be encouraged by how the prayers of desperate hunters have been answered in amazing ways. To order your copy of Hunting Miracles, go to the Rock Dove Publications website at rockdove.com. Again, to get your copy of Hunting Miracles, be sure and visit rockdove.com.
Well, what a wonderful miracle, as told by Dr. Kent Hunter. Again, you can check out uh, his website, churchdoctorministries.com, churchdoctorministries.com. And, you know, I don't understand why God doesn't heal everybody, but I also know that the people he healed during his earthly ministry while Jesus raised a little 12-year-old girl back to life and the widow of Nain's son back to life and his friend Lazarus back to life, uh, and he healed others. Sometimes he does not do that. But I also know this, those same people that he raised back to life ultimately had to go through it again. But the good news is when we know Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, that this is not the end, that we have great hope and we can have great peace and we can have great confidence when we put our trust in what Jesus did for us on the cross. He died for us so that we might live. He conquered death and he stands on the other side of the grave. Uh, He was raised from the dead and he gives us hope and peace and the assurance of heaven. In fact, uh, today, if you've never given your life to Christ, just cry out to him. He will answer you. The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We're saved from our sin. We're saved from God's wrath. We're saved from ourselves. And he forgives us. What a wonderful thing. And so I want to encourage you to do that. If you need a miracle in your life, I need him in mine. We can trust God. We can ask him and we can look to him. And I trust that you'll do that today. I hope that you'll join us again next time here on the Rock Dove Publications Quill. We'll be looking at another miracle. been listening to the Rock Dove Publications podcast with your host, Dr. Tom Rako. This program has also been brought to you by the Quilted Arrow, home of intelligent, stylish, field-bred English pointers with bloodline streams from Hall of Fame champion Guardrail. Thank you so much for listening. Now this is Beth Rako inviting you to join us again next time on the Rock Dove Publications podcast. <music>